Uansett hva slags musik et orkester spiller, så er det et par faste forutsetninger man forholder sig til. Det er musikere og en dirigent. Og hvordan det høres ut for dig og mig, som går på konsert er avhengig av magien mellom de to partene. Stavanger Symfoniorkester har nå fått ny chefsdirigent. Han har allerede varit i byen et par ganger, selv om han ikke starter helt officiellt før høsten 2021. Dette er første sats. Jeg heter Guttorm Andreasen, og i dag skal det handle mest om Andris Poga. Det er en stor begivenhet for et orkester å få en ny dirigent. Alle er spente og gleder sig også litt ekstra. Jeg spurte Ivana Jasova, som spiller fiolin i SSO, om det er stor forskel på dirigenter. Absolutely, like uh, there are differences between each and every one of us, um, so it is to to work with uh, different conductors. It is it can be very exciting. It could uh, take time before you learn how to how to read each other's uh, body language. Because um, conductor and the orchestra, you know, we we, we make uh, sound, and the, the conductor tries to convey uh, what he or she uh, wants us to do through through body language. So sometimes it it can be instant, sometimes it can take a bit of time, but usually it's always uh, exciting. Probably right now we are in one of the most exciting parts uh, of our work uh, because we have just gotten a new chief conductor and uh, this is a person that is going to be our inspiration and motivation for several years to come and uh, hopefully uh, we will be able to um, have a longer term goal which is something that is not always possible if you have guest conductors all the time. Hello, my name is Andris Poga. I'm a conductor uh, from Latvia, from Riga, and uh, I'm 40 years old. And I'm starting next year as a chief conductor for the Stavanger Symphony Orchestra. Uh, it's already my fourth time here visiting the orchestra and giving the concert. And uh, I must say it's getting more and more exciting and more and more interesting as more I can discover about musicians and the uh, concert hall and orchestra traditions and life and expectations so it's really i'm getting into the process could you tell us a bit about your own background from from music did you start very early did you know when you were a kid that you wanted to be a conductor or did you want to be a football player or (laughs) what's your history Uh, that's interesting that uh, i'm the only musician in my family Uh, i don't have any background of my parents or grandparents being musicians but somehow you know in life life give you gives you some moments which you don't expect or you don't plan and you know i happened to study music i i was trumpet player and then as every kid in the music education or music school you got to play in some orchestra and uh, the day when you know when this magic happened, let's say for me it was total magic to sit together with 50 other people and to create sound together. I, I was really, you know, keen to this way of living, let's say, and way of 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 acting because you know music it's it's a way. It's of course you are on stage, you you do some things together with other people, and and then I was 
kind of you know really taken by this orchestral sound and orchestral activity and and of course music it, itself but but you know i i was never i was never too interested to study for instance piano or or any other discipline where you are mostly you know alone uh, with your instrument i was more more interested in it's very funny because as a conductor you are leader but as an orchestra musician you are playing in the team so from the very beginning i was much more interested to be in the team than to be you know like alone on the stage and this is my approach actually to conducting because you are a leader but you are you are cooperating with your colleagues with musicians on the stage and you are creating result together it's not like uh, you are alone and the uh, orchestra is some kind of physical entity like piano and you just uh, operate by the you know black and white keys now it's not at all uh, for me it's all about collaboration and you know from the very first days in that music school orchestra playing trumpet somehow i had a very 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 strong intention to become a musician first of all professional musician uh, and then slowly step by step i discovered that i'm really interested what this guy in front of the orchestra is doing and that i want to try myself so do you remember what that was like in the beginning to stand in front of the orchestra and as you say be the leader but it's a cooperation after all was it scary uh, in beginning of course it was totally different uh, from what you expect because uh, looking one thing from one side could be totally different from what it is looking from another side and uh, it is a big advantage for every conductor of course every conductor who studies conducting to come from this uh, other side and to know uh, or or at least to sense how the how the orchestra functions uh, but on the other hand you can study you can listen and you must listen a lot of recordings and study your technique and study music but when you go to the orchestra for the first times the result and the actual process is is very very different from what you have in your expectation or or in your head and then when you gain more experience then you of course um, of course kind of you know develop in your mastery or or your profession but but the very very beginning is you know you cannot be born conductor you can be born uh, authority you can be born um, leader for instance but uh, i i cannot believe anybody who says that okay this conductor is conducting his first concert and he is doing it you know like a genius it's not impossible it's not possible in my opinion <laughs> Sound is, I think, probably the most important part of the orchestra life because in nowadays, when uh, there are so many excellent orchestras around, and 
so many excellent musicians. In fact, basically, orchestra can function without conductor, and all the logistic stuff, which is playing together and uh, you know developing the ensemble things and and rhythmical difficulties and uh, all the tasks conductor used to be very important in the past. Nowadays, practically doesn't exist anymore. One thing I think why conductor's profession is still mm, needed is uh, your presence as a personality, which can affect the sound, and your musical ideas, which affects and need to affect sound. Uh, I'm very careful to say that you can recognize orchestra by its sound because uh, in the 21st century it, it used to be true in history that the big orchestras from either side of the Atlantics you can recognize you know English orchestras sound one way or big German orchestras sound one way American orchestras little different uh, but you still can recognize you know but uh, now I think uh, as the musicians are you know the orchestra has become more and more international with a lot of different nationalities playing in the orchestra and each bringing his or his or her own background. I think a lot of, lot of things have, uh, uh, have melted, you know, in a way. And uh, I think we are more sound-wise, the orchestras became more universal. But still, I think it is possible to develop certain certain expertise on one or other repertoire, on one or other place, because orchestra functions together with the concert hall. You know, there is not, not such a thing, orchestra sound in one room or one place or, you know, one concert hall, and the same orchestra sound the same in totally different circumstances. I think it's not possible, because orchestra and concert hall, it's like, like one entity. You, you develop your way, your sound, your approach, and I, I think I think uh, this is really, really wonderful that here in Stavanger, this excellent concert hall, I'm sure it's one of the best, if not the best, in Norway, and uh, orchestra is very lucky, and I'm very lucky that, that we can work in this really fantastic fantastic uh, hall and yeah I'm looking forward to the future what does a perfect concert sound like to you First of all, you have to be 100% prepared during the rehearsals. You have to work hard during rehearsals. I think it's ideally it's everybody involved in the orchestra goes for the same aim and prepare. But then on the concert, you have to take much more freedom and inspiration because if you just repeat everything which has been fixed and everything which has been you know developed up to general rehearsal and just you repeat it, I think there is uh, certain qualities still missing in the performance. I think there should be something even more than you are going to and working to entire rehearsal process, but then you go and then it's turned. And uh, I think there is a lot to do with the audience in the, in the hall as well because audience give you 
certain energetics and certain atmosphere which inspires everybody on the stage. Concerts are different each from other. I really like that uh, it's possible to repeat the concerts twice or three times or four times. And uh, now in this situation, it, it becomes more custom everywhere because there are limitations of the audience in, in the concert hall. Uh, but like in normal times, let's say, in old times when, when the concert halls were allowed to be filled with people, still in some big cities, the orchestras practice to repeat the concerts. And I think it's really, really good for everybody, not only for conductors or for soloists, that you can, you know, sort of, you know, uh, develop your interpretation. But I think it's also very rewarding for the orchestra musician as well, because you have prepared, you have really worked hard. And it is just for this one or two hours of performance and then that's it and then you forget it and next week it's something else i think it's really important if you can you know this this is how your you know musical relationship develops within the orchestra and within the group between conductor and the orchestra and 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 you know musically as well so it's i, I think i think it's very important thing why did you choose stavanger <laughs> yeah why why did stavanger choose me <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was so impressed by first time coming here and, uh, you know, experiencing this uh, willingness to work. Uh, some, some, some of my colleagues call it uh, chemistry between conductor and, and the orchestra. I'm, I'm not a scientist, I cannot use such, you know, high words, but I, I just, you know, remember you, you come always, the critical is first meeting with the orchestra, first rehearsal. When you go to some place and you don't know the musicians, musicians don't know you, you come to the first rehearsal and then in the first five minutes you can sense either the things function or not. And when the things function, then you can, you know, you can take challenges, you can do some experience, you can try things out, not just stick with, you know, some some very um, conservative, uh, conservative uh, traditional choices of uh, one or other path for interpretation. So, and here I really felt that people want to discover things, they are really motivated to work hard and uh, get excited in, in the concert, really, to, to, to um, discover the music and, and to be really open-minded and collaborate. And, yeah, I think this, this is the most, most uh, important reason for me. Secondly, uh, you have fantastic concert hall. And this is, as I said, orchestra functions and orchestra develops together with the hall, never separately. <laughs> say that one of the main differences between a visiting conductor and uh, someone that you get to an achieve conductor is that a uh, visiting conductor uh, can can be a very wonderful and magical experience but a chief conductor is also that with a uh, longer term plan and uh, when we were looking to find a new chief conductor we wanted someone who 
um, is uh, enthusiastic, who is um, at the a very good point of developing his or her career. And uh, Andris was uh, the best candidate that we we have uh, been able to find. And um, he was here a few times before um, we got him as chief conductor. And uh, those were sort of weeks where we as musicians and the administration came together and then decided that this was kind of um, a person that we wanted to be the the next uh, person who guides us and and hopefully someone that learns from us as well not not just us from him also he has uh, conducted all over the world um, this was something that was important for us that he has uh, a lot of great experience and uh, also the desire to kind of introduce us to the, the rest of the world as well. Det blir otroligt spännande att se vad Ivana och de andra kan få till med en så inspirerande fyr som Andris Poga. Det har allerede varit någon strålande konserter med massa flott respons och han blir alltså fast chefdirigent fra hösten 2021. Musiken du har hört idag är er Andris Poga som dirigerar Deutsches Symfoniorkester Berlin i Dmitri Shostakovichs cellokonsert nummer 2 opus 126 andra sats med Maximilian Hornung på cello. Detta är er första sats en podcast fra Stavanger Symfoniorkester. Lik gärna del vidare tryck på följ. Ta vare på dig selv, och välkommen till musikupplevelser med SSO på alla plattformar. Denne podcasten er produsert av Studio 99. Jeg heter Guttorm Andreasen. Remember, it's a party. You're not meant to enjoy it. <tryk>